Welcome to the Truly Nourished Podcast. My name is Rebecca Laurel Hill. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist and life wellness expert. This podcast has one mission, to help women heal their relationships with food and transform how they nourish themselves in body, in mind, and in soul. Each episode, we dive into teachings and tools that help you find your peace with food, more enjoyment living in and caring for your body, and more happiness and fulfillment in your life overall. If you're ready to feel like a truly nourished woman, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, beautiful listeners. Thank you so much for being here. Today, I'm discussing why it's so emotionally empowering to nourish our body's true hungers, how nourishing your unique body in the way that it wants to be nourished actually gives you more emotional capacity and resilience. So when we eat according to what our body is telling us, instead of according to a diet, a program, a meal plan, a time of day, or an emotional state, or according to how other people eat, or according to how someone else says you should eat, when you eat according to what your body is telling you, you come back home to being your own authority. By having your body be your own wise expert and guide for eating well and honoring that wisdom of your body, you end up feeling stronger, both physically and psychologically. We feel stronger psychologically because there is an internal strength that's built by having your body guide you. And you realizing that you can be your own authority on what, when, and how to eat. This inner strength that's built through this process is something that then helps you become someone who can manage uncomfortable feelings without turning to food. And then on the physical side, the more you choose what, when, and how to eat according to your body's guidance the more you experience the satisfaction that occurs from eating based on your body's physical cues for hunger, for fullness, for satiation, and from building the skill of food-body congruence, which is knowing which foods feel best in your unique body and give you the vibrancy, vitality, energy, and health that you desire. Because this is unique to each person. Yes, there are some commonalities. Yes, we have nutrition guidelines. But every person has their own best way of eating according to how their body responds. Something else that you experience by eating this way in partnership with your body as your body being your wise expert and guide is that each time you respond to your body's cues for what to eat, when to eat, and how to eat, You show yourself, first of all, that you have needs, and each time you match that physical need with a particular food that works well for your body, you demonstrate to yourself that your needs are important and also specific and not exactly like everyone else's. And then when you can also stop eating once you are satisfied and comfortably full with those most 
satisfying foods, you find that your needs can be met in this very natural, aligned, and satisfying way simply through your connection with your body and your ability to honor that. These acts around eating end up all being significant ways a person builds a consistent and reliable internal structure and belief system around being able to take good care of yourself. You start to see through this act with food of feeding yourself in connection and partnership with your body that I am a person who can take good care of myself in this way. And the stronger the connection to yourself and the stronger your beliefs are around, I can take good care of myself, then the more ready and capable you are as a person to face emotional issues in life that we all have to face being a human. But now let's contrast that sense of inner peace and calm that's developed through this process of being more connected to your body and your internal space, contrast that with that of a person who is feeling deprived or restricted around food or chaotic around food. In that situation, eating decisions do not feel calm and peaceful. Each decision can feel tense. It can feel conflicted or uncertain, making it difficult for you to build that reliable internal experience and belief around feeling like you're good at taking care of yourself and being able to face emotional challenges effectively. Since the decision about eating is often fraught with anxiety because when we're in that place of feeling deprived, restricted, or chaotic around food, since it's more fraught with anxiety each time we're trying to make eating decisions, there can be this constant noise in your mind as you worry about eating too much or eating the wrong thing, or maybe you struggle with guilt thinking you are eating the wrong foods. You might also worry about what you can eat that won't lead to weight gain or to a binge. So all of this internal chatter drains mental energy from other important parts of your life, such as your relationships or your career or your hobbies, just your dreams and goals, etc. So frankly, the anxiety created by worrying about food leaves a person psychologically weakened. And this is the mind deprivation I talk about. When we're psychologically weakened and our mind is being deprived of what it needs to function well due to the anxious food chatter and food noise in our head, then we're less able to tolerate uncomfortable feelings that pop up in our bodies as we go through life and Um, you know, just the uncomfortable feelings that come from the aspects of living life, we're not able to tolerate them as well because we have less emotional capacity, less resilience emotionally from all the food anxiety, chatter, and noise. And 
just having less emotional capacity means less ability to overcome things like limiting beliefs, limiting beliefs, just ways of thinking and believing that are holding you back in life. Or it also means less ability to adapt to challenging or stressful situations that pop up day to day because that emotional capacity, once again, is being taken up by the food noise, the food fears, the anxiety, and just all the food chatter in your mind. However, when you move from that place and into reconnecting with your body and becoming your own authority on what, when, and how to eat based on your body's wisdom and guidance, then you move in the direction of experiencing food as a means of providing self-care day in and day out. So it's the spiral upward into feeling like a truly nourished woman in this particular aspect of your life that is food. Another thing I want to just mention is that you do have to remember that if you have restricted your eating, have dieted for years or even months on and off or had a lot of mental food noise and chatter for a while, then this process of shifting to this other way of being where food is your expert or excuse me, where your body is your expert and guide, that can take time, which means you have to have patience and compassion with yourself. Because even after maybe you make the firm decision to start eating in this new way by connecting to your body and becoming your own authority, there will typically be moments when eating still creates anxiety, even though you're learning how to follow and honor your body's cues and signals and information and feedback. But rest assured that the calm and satisfied feelings that you experience around eating will become increasingly greater as you continue to practice eating in response to your body's needs, such as physical hunger cues and what intuitively feels most satisfying for you to eat, you know, not according to rules or what outside people are saying, and according to your body's feedback about what makes you feel most energized and nourished physically. So these more and more frequent, calm, and satisfying experiences with food place you in a strong position to then be able to address emotional components of your life in a new, empowered way. Whereas before, those emotional aspects of your life may have triggered emotional eating because you didn't feel you had that emotional capacity or resilience to work through them at that moment. So you escaped into food for comfort or distraction. But now, because your inner emotional capacity is not being taken up by food anxiety and food noise, you're able to approach your emotions in a new empowered way, all because you reconnected to your body and learned how to understand and nourish your body's true hungers and allowed your body to help you become your own authority with food. And so when you're feeling firmly confident, I'm my own authority, you're not second guessing, you're not overthinking, you're not ruminating, you're not anxious about food. And this is the empowering work that we do in the peace process. It's my program that's starting in late January. 
in the peace process, you find your inner peace and your outer peace with food once and for all. Your peace and calm return internally because the food noise, anxiety, and obsession go away. And your outer peace with food arrives because chaotic eating behaviors like emotional eating, stress eating, overeating, binging on the food, all those get resolved. So in the peace process, you are learning how to nourish your true hungers, not only for your body, like I talked about today, but also for your mind, giving your mind what it really needs to have you be empowered, and also your true hungers for your soul, like living a life that's most aligned to your truest desires in life and where you find most joy in life. So we're looking at you as a whole person. We're looking at your life holistically in terms of how it's impacting your relationship with food. So looking at what's happening with your body nourishment, what's happening with your mind nourishment or not happening, and what's happening with your soul nourishment or not happening. Where is there deprivation happening in any or all of these areas? And you learn how to remedy that deprivation so that you get out of the stressed state that you may be in right now with food and with your body too. And once your body, mind, and soul are no longer living in a stressed state, a deprived state, then the inner peace comes in and the outer calm with food arrives. And once the peace and calm with food arrives, you learn how to sustain it too. So that feelings of ease around food and real nourishment are your daily lived experience for the rest of your life. That is what we do in the peace process. And right now, early bird enrollment is open, or actually I should say pre-sale is open right now. We're approaching the end of December. Pre-sale pricing of 3333-3333. If you join now on pre-sale, you get the lowest price, which is that, and also get to start right away with private support with me until the group portion starts in late January. So the peace process will include eight group support coaching calls. So two per month over the course of about four months, a private call with me, just you and me as well, a group chat in Voxer for day-to-day questions, support, and access to me, for coaching between calls. Voxer is just a voice and text messaging app. We can create groups on there where you can interact with others and you can leave voice messages or text messages. And I am there too and can respond back to you. And also included is lifetime access to teaching modules that are the self-led portion of the program that you listen to on your own time. That content you will forever have access to after the live portion and the coaching part with me is finished. So the like I mentioned, the price for the peace process is on pre-sale now, and it will go up to the early bird pricing in January. So if you want to get started now at the lower price and want to also have that longer support and access to me, 
then now is the time to go message me on Instagram or just email hello at RebeccaLaurelHill.com. Also, if you just have questions in general, message or email me. I'm happy to answer whatever questions you have, of course. And I hope that I do get to welcome some of you or many of you into the peace process. I'm so excited to be offering this and be serving you in this greater way apart from just my free content on the podcast and on social media. It's also so rewarding to be able to interact with people in this more intimate capacity and really create true and lasting results for a person in their life. That's what I'm passionate about. Okay, sending you so much love. Until next time, bye-bye. Hello, beautiful listeners. If you enjoyed what you heard on today's episode, if you had some breakthroughs or an aha moment, I would absolutely love to hear what those were. Tag me at Rebecca Laurel Hill on Instagram, or you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This really helps me get an idea of what's landing, what you want to hear, and more of what you want to go deeper on so that I can serve you at the highest level. And if you can please share this podcast so that I can help more women, that would mean the world to me. Let's all rise and change this world together by living as truly nourished women. Thank you again for being here. I'll talk to you in the next episode.